uh, beginning with um, verse 18. Mark, uh, Mark 7, verse 18. Jesus is speaking, it says, and so, so he said to them, this is what Jesus says, Are you thus without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatever enters a man from the outside cannot defile him? Because it does not enter his heart, but his stomach. And it's eliminated, thus purifying all foods. And he said, what comes, out of a man, that, what comes out of a man, that defiles a man. For, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, and fornications, and murders, thefts, and covetousness, wickedness, deceit, and lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. Years ago, a soap company devised a new way to promote soap. They went into the city and they found this dirty man. That'd be easy to do now out in San Francisco and areas like that. They found this dirty man and they, they, they took a before picture of the man and then they claimed him up with this new soap, this miracle soap. And then they put a new suit on him. And then they took an after picture of the man. So you have a before. And then uh, they cleaned him up with the soap, put a new suit on him, and then they made another picture. And they issued a statement. This is what our soap can do for you. And... Um, as part of that payment to the man, they let him keep the suit. Several weeks later, they went back. They found that same man. He was dirty, and the suit was torn, and he just kindly looked terrible. And so the lesson from Mark chapter 14 through 23, cleaning the outside of the person doesn't make the person clean on the inside may look good for a while on the outside, but it really doesn't touch a person on the inside. And Jesus said, whatever enters the man, and he's thinking of food here. You know, they had all the food laws, and uh, they were careful in what they ate because they felt like the food would defile a person. And what really was coming about here was that the disciples started eating and they didn't wash their hands. And, and people got real upset because... Uh, they, they didn't eat, I mean, they ate before they washed their hands. And so their theory is dirty hands produces dirty food, and dirty food produces a dirty heart. And so they're thinking what goes inside of a man is what makes the man dirty, it's what makes the man filthy. And Jesus said, no, food goes from the mouth to the stomach. And it goes, stomach goes to the intestines. And from there, God's waste system expels that food outside the, man, outside the body. So the point is, a person's moral nature, his heart, cannot be affected by food. And this goes back to what happened with school shooting. It wasn't food that caused the shooting. 
That came from an evil heart. And so there's no connection between what you eat and between your spirituality. Now, I know we're not supposed to be gluttons. We're supposed to not eat a lot, and we need to be careful. But the whole point is the food that you eat cannot affect your spirituality. Okay, and Paul had a problem. You know, he ran into a problem to where um, he ate some meat that was offered to idols, and, and people objected to that, and what did he do? He didn't eat any more meat. But in essence, he was saying this, not eating meat is not going to send me to heaven, and eating meat is not going to send me to hell. But if I'm going to offend you, then I won't eat meat. And so same same essence in this there's no connection between what you eat and about your spirituality look at verse 18 he says are you thus without understanding also do not perceive that whatever enters a man from outside cannot defile him because it does not enter his heart but it enters his stomach and it's eliminated thus purifying all foods and Jesus is basically saying here, it's all right to eat all kinds of food. Now, to, to let the Jews know that, what, what happened? How, how was that explained? Uh, who had a vision? Who had a sheet dropped down in front of them? Peter. And what was, what was on all, uh, in all that sheet? In, in that sheet, all the things that they were not supposed to eat. And, and, and God told him, said, eat, eat Peter. And Peter says, Lord, you know I've never eaten anything defiled. And he says, what I've cleansed, don't call common. And so right then, uh, they were permitted. And here Jesus pretty well says, hey, listen, uh, your food's purified as it exits the body. It's not going to affect you spiritually. Okay, verse, uh, verse 20, and he said, what comes out of a man, that defiles a man, meaning the way that he expresses his thoughts and expresses his character, those things that come out of him is what defiles him. So the, the heart is, is man's inward life. It's, it's all about the heart. That's man's inward life. Uh, life. That's the way he expresses his thoughts, his character, the heart's man's inward life. Verse 21, look at verse 21. From within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil, evil thoughts and adulterers and fornications and murders and thefts and covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, and, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within. Come from the heart. That's what defiles a man. So the heart contains the hidden man and your character, your behavior. Your heart is your thinking. That's the inner man. That's your thinking. I know we talked last Sunday about the mind, but it originates really naturally in our heart. We're sinners by nature. It's in our heart. Look, if you will, at Matthew chapter 9. Verse 4, what, what the Bible says. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, says, Why do you think evil in your hearts? See, it's a heart problem. Man has 
Man has a heart problem. Why do you think evil in your hearts? Look at Proverbs 3, verse 7. Proverbs 3, verse 7. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Didn't go far enough. Cal, you have that? For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So as a person thinks in his heart, it all starts in the heart. Eat, drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. It all starts in your heart. Um, let me give you a, a, kind of a real, uh, three points real quick about sin. First of all, if you want to jot this down, uh, it begins in your heart. That's your nature. Our hearts are nature. Then it develops in your mind. It's in your heart, and then you begin to think about it in your mind. You have those evil thoughts, according to Proverbs 23, verse 7. So it, it begins in your heart, it begins to develop in your mind, and then it's expressed how? In your actions. But it all starts in your heart. Starts in your heart, begin to think about it in your mind, and then all of a sudden it's expressed in your action. Now the situation this past week, where did that start in that, in that lady? It started in her heart. And she kept thinking about it and thinking about it and de devising a way and making a map. And all of a sudden, it's in her mind. And then what happens? It's expressed through her actions. But it all started in the heart. All starts in the heart. Sin develops in the human nature, in the heart. Then it develops in your mind. And if a person, let me give you, an, if a person talks about sex all the time, lust controls their heart. If they talk about murder all the time and getting even with people, that's, that's all developed in their heart. If a person is dominated by selling things and buying things and making deals, he has covetousness in his heart. That's what comes out of his heart. You know people like that. I do too. That's a heart thing. They seem so greedy and they're always trying to make a deal, trying to buy something, trying to sell something, trying to make, they've got, they have a problem with covetousness, it's in their heart, okay? They think about it, think about it, think about it, and then all of a sudden it comes out in their actions. And so a person reveals their heart by the actions and by their words. It all comes from the heart. So what's the true source of man's, uh, uh, what's the true source of, of man's evil? It's his heart. His heart. So we say man, you know, we say man is sinful because of his uh, environment. Or we'll say man is sinful because an association with other people. Or man is sinful because uh, he came from a dysfunctional family, dysfunctional home. Man is sinful because he was raised in poverty. Man's sinful because of temptation. Man is sinful because of society we live in now. But Jesus says, no, man is sinful because of his heart. Verse 21, it all comes from the heart. From within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulterers, fornications, murders, and so on and so forth. So Mark lists 12 characteristics. There's 12 in that verse 21 and 22. 12 characteristics of the heart of a man. I want to look at these individually just for a few moments. First of all, he says there's evil thoughts. Evil thoughts. Remember, simple thinking begins in the heart, travels to the mind, 
and after thinking on it in the mind, meditating on it in the mind, then it comes forth uh, in, in action. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Just listen to this, if you will. <clears throat> Genesis 6, verse 5. Now the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. He couldn't think of one good thing. Man could not think of one good thing prior to God destroying the earth with a flood. His heart was evil continually. And so notice from the heart came, comes adultery. You see that? Adultery, the violation of the marriage covenant, comes from the heart. And from the heart comes fornication. You see that? Uh, evil thoughts, adulteries, fornication, sex before, sex before marriage, sex without a marriage partner, uh, other immoral sexual acts. All of that comes from the heart. And then he talks about murder comes from the heart, taking a life of an individual. Theft comes from the heart, cheating and stealing, conniving, that comes from the heart. Covetousness, we talked about that, an appetite for something, something you just crave all the time. You wish you had it, you wish you had it, you wish you had it. You crave for it. It's a craving that the flesh it's a, it's a craving in which the flesh can't be satisfied. It has to have it. It just has to have it. A person who just tries to find satisfaction in things and not God. They're just covetous. Okay? That comes, all that comes from the heart. He's, he calls out wickedness. Wickedness is to, to be acting evil, malice towards someone, hatred towards someone, ill will towards someone. That's, that's a heart problem. A desire within a person to do harm to another person. I get, you know, people say, I could just kill them, you know. That's, that's, uh, that's wickedness. Deceit. Deceit is to mislead, to give a false impression by a word or by an act. Try, uh, you know, twisting the truth to get your way. A lot of people are deceptive today. Politicians are deceptive. The, uh, you know, our, our, um, our uh, news uh, channels are a lot of uh, a lot of deceit going on there, and lewdness. You know, lewdness. I always didn't quite understand lewdness. Lewdness is um, is shameless. Lewdness is shameless indecency. Think of that. You see, you see the. The shots this past week uh, on spring break down in Florida and all the lewdness that was going on on the beaches. That's lewdness. You have shameless indecency. Don't bother them. Don't bother them. Unrestrained evil. Unrestrained evil. You know, they were chugging drinks, chugging alcohol, and, and just fighting, fist fighting on the women and men. They have unashamed indecency. That's lewdness. That comes from the heart. That's a heart problem. Unrestrained evil thoughts and behavior. And then you have an evil eye. What's an evil eye? He gave you the evil eye. 
Well, the scripture says, and what I found on this, the scripture says that's, that's jealousy. That's, uh, that's jealousy, uh, envy, that's, that's having the evil eye, looking at something and wishing you had what someone else had. Or almost covetousness, but evil is that they'll do anything to get it. And blasphemy, you speak evil. You speak evil of God. That's, that's blasphemy, but it's blasphemy to speak evil of man. Now, why would you think that it's blasphemy to speak evil of man? It's, evil, it's, it's, it's blasphemy to speak evil of God, but it says it's blasphemy to speak evil of man. Now, why is that? Because man is what? Made in the image of God. That's why you shouldn't kill man. So you have blasphemy to speak evil of God, but to speak evil of another person. Then you have pride, just arrogance, putting oneself above others and looking down on someone. And then you have foolishness, a person who just acts foolish in their morals and in their duty, in their work. Just, they're just foolish. We don't, we don't say foolish, what do we say? That person's just stupid. Well, that's foolish. Okay. And then verse 23, look at verse 23 before we close. All these things, all these evil things come from within and they defile a man. All these evil things come from within. The heart is, uh, the heart is a cesspool. You think of it that way. The heart is just, you put all of this junk that we've talked about, nasty stuff, nasty stuff, vulgar stuff. That's in your heart. That's in your heart. All of these evil things come from within. So that heart is just a cesspool of sin. And the problem of evil is within. And it's not without. It's internal. It's not caused by what you eat, what you don't eat. You just got an evil heart. We have an evil heart. Three fatal mistakes real quick that we make. First of all, we judge evil to be external. All of this is happening because of something outside the person. Second mistake, we, man fails to see that evil comes from the heart. We say it all comes from outside. We fail to see it coming from the heart. And third, we fail to see that uh, every human needs a heart change. Every human needs a heart change. And so man fails to see a new man. He fails to see that, that a new man is needed in every person, a new heart. You know, somehow man's heart has to be reborn. Has to be. It's in a mess right now. Look, if you will, at 1 Peter 1, and we'll close with this. 1 Peter 1, verse 23. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. We're, when we're born again, we're not born of that natural man. We're born not of the corruptible seed, but the incorruptible seed. And so sin begins in the heart, human nature, develops in the mind, expressed in human acts, and so the whole point is no external cleansing can wash away the stains of an evil heart. Jeremiah 2, 
verse 22, says this. Jeremiah 2. Oh, looked at it wrong, Cal. For though you wash yourself with lye and you use much soap, yet your iniquity is marked before me, says the Lord God. You can take that old lye soap and you can scrub and scrub and scrub and that's, it won't remove the stains of an evil heart. Clean you up on the outside for a while, but it can't get on the inside. So man has to have a heart transplant, and that happens when you're born again. Born again. God gives you, he gives you a new heart. You're born again, not from corruptible seed, but from the incorruptible. Okay? Any questions? Any comments? Okay. Thank you for being here tonight. And uh, thank you for praying for me. My